Welcome to 5 Minutes in the Word. This is your daily podcast of Bible reading and insight into God's Word. We're continuing our study in the book of Jonah. We're still in chapter 3, looking at verses 7 through 9 in the God's Word translation. The people of Nineveh have repented, and repentance means doing something. The people of Nineveh fasted and mourned as if for the dead, and they did it from the highest, being the king, to the lowest, from the greatest to the least of them. The king and people of Nineveh took off their normal clothes and put on sackcloth, a thick, coarse cloth normally made from goat's hair to display their rejection of earthly comforts and pleasures. The king has made an announcement, and let's listen to what it reads. Verses 7 through 9 in Jonah chapter 3 reads, Then he made this announcement and sent it throughout the city. This is an order from the king and his nobles. No one is to eat or drink anything. This includes all people, animals, cattle, and sheep. Every person and animal must put on sackcloth. Cry loudly to God for help. Turn from your wicked ways and your acts of violence. Who knows? God may reconsider his plans and turn from his burning anger so that we won't die. Again, that's Jonah chapter 3, verses 7 through 9 in God's Word translation, which gives it a title, Nineveh Turns from Its Wicked Ways. I'll be back to share insights and close with prayer. This is Hope Scott. I am your host of 5 Minutes in the Word, a daily podcast which spends a few minutes exploring God's Word. Thanks for listening, subscribing, and following my podcast. You can find it on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, Good Pods, or wherever you hear podcasts. Also, please like and follow Five Minutes in the Word on Facebook and Twitter. Again, we're in Jonah chapter 3, looking at verses 7 through 9 in the God's Word translation. Repenting was the most important thing for the families in Nineveh, and they took it seriously, as should we. A general fast was proclaimed and observed throughout that great city. It was ordered by the decree of the king and his nobles. The whole legislative power concurred in appointing it, and the whole body of the people concurred in observing it. And in both these ways, it became a national act, and it was necessary that it should be so to prevent national ruin. No human being or animal, no no uh, herd or flock shall taste anything, which of course refers to fasting. And this fast could have lasted probably about three days um, 
because animals and people need to drink water and they were fasting from putting anything in their mouth at all and uh, we know that that is uh, even Jesus said that some things only pass can only be handled through fasting and we, we've seen indications and read about places in the Bible I shared yesterday about Esther about David uh, for the death of you know to uh, when his son newborn son was ill and he was praying for God to save his life he fasted uh, the king fasted when Daniel was in the lion's den, Jesus fasted. So fasting is is a form of uh, prayer, you know, and uh, seeking God's face, seeking his will. And that's what these people, the people of Nineveh, that great city, that's what they did. And they did it from the person in the highest authority, which is their king, to the people in the lowest of places and that was the commoner so everyone including the animals were to fast so that God would look upon them with favor their repentance was universal both man and beast crying out to God for mercy and you can just imagine the animals saying where's my food for the day I need to eat what's going on <laughs> all right back to the commentaries the Hebrew term um, used about it for turning around is a, um, a it is to repent, and that is um, they said it was a sharp contrast to how the Israelites usually treated their prophets. When prophets um, went to Israel, they kind of ignored them. But these people who did not know God accepted God and accepted his uh, reproof and did what they needed to do to make it right. And it also said that evil, the word evil is the same word used in Jonah chapter 1 verse 2 to describe the wickedness of the Assyrians. And the Assyrians were famous for their violence. And again, remember um, in the beginning in the introduction, it said that uh, Jonah was probably afraid to go there because of you know how treacherous the people were in that area let the um, men women and children cry to God let them cry mightily for the pardon of the sins which cries out against them so God is you know he's looking down at all of this evil and he just couldn't take it anymore and he sent his prophet to speak to him to the people even though they weren't Israelites they weren't godly people. They probably had millions of idols like the Egyptians, but he still gave them a chance to come to the one and uh, only the true and living God. It was time to cry to God when there was but a step between them and ruin. A uh, great time to seek the Lord. And they uh, must to uh, they were to fast and pray and to reform and change the life as you know the life that they were used to they had to turn everyone from his evil way the evil way he had chosen the evil which he was addicted to and walked in the evil way of his heart the evil way of his conversation from violence that was in his hands and he had to restore what had uh, been unjustly taken 
In doing so, God may relent. He may change his mind. And uh, that's what they were hoping and praying for, that God would look upon them and upon their repenting and turning and change his mind and have mercy on them. And this is a decree of the king, and this is what the people prayed and fasted for. Let's pray. Father, we thank you. As we read the book of Jonah, we look at the fact that Jonah is a repentant sinner. And because of that, that should it didn't disqualify him from preaching repentance because he knows what repentance is all about. He knows what your favor is all about. He knows what your grace and mercy are all about because, because of your grace and mercy. He was rescued from that watery grave that would have uh, taken him if he had not repented. So we thank you, Father, for the fact that you use broken vessels, you use filthy vessels, you use um, damaged vessels to carry your word so that we all can see, the world can see, that just because we're Christian doesn't mean we're perfect. No one's perfect but Christ. There's none, none, none perfect but Christ, and that's the word. And Father, we thank you that um, even as we are, that you can use us to share your word. And because we are sinners saved by grace, our teaching and preaching is all the more effective. Father, we thank you for your favor. We thank you for your grace. We're praying again for those in the um, fighting and fighting for their lives, fighting for uh, what they know, for uh, their property, for their homes in the Ukraine. Again, praying for peace between the Ukraine and Russia and all that's affected by what's going on in Europe and in the entire world. Father, we're praying for those in our own country, the uh, violence that's going on here. Praying for peace here also, Father. And anywhere else where violence, just as they're talking about in the book of uh, Jonah, where violence is like commonplace, we bind that spirit in the name of Jesus, and we're thanking you for losing peace upon this land. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for spending time in God's Word with me. Be blessed.